On this episode of Movies from My Life, we respond to the amazing blast of emails that we've received over the past few weeks about Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Okay, so this is Danny. Hi, guys. This is East. Hello. I'm Brandon. And this is our talk on Batman v Superman, Dong of Justice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dong is a very clever word. Yes, and this is where I'd like to start off because it seems as though... Critics are divided on this, or not divided, they're very hard on this film, mm-hmm. <laughs> off the jump. We've let uh, the the pandemonium settle. We didn't want to, we talked about this a little bit beforehand, and we said, let's let's wait until things die down, see where we are, and then, and then you know, jump in on the argument. Um, with that being said, what did you guys think of the film? East, you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I didn't hate it. Uh, my experience going into this movie was um, I went to go see it at the Young and Dundas at, uh, the, at the VIPs yeah. with, with my brother, mm-hmm. who had never been to a VIP before. Mm-hmm. So we smoke a joint, and then you know we go into the movie, and we order a pitcher of beer. So my experience watching this movie was hanging out with my brother, who the whole time is just like, this is fucking awesome, the leg room, having his mind blown. And then I'm having a pitcher of beer with my brother while watching Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the film... Uh, I liked the Watchmen like epic shots that made it like a comic book. Yeah. I like that, um, and I liked Wonder Woman on screen. She was badass. However, I went in there with the intention knowing that it's a setup movie, and it's also done by you know Warner Brothers, which obviously they owned uh, DC. But all I'm saying is I'm. Going into this movie, they own the rights, right? They don't own DC, do they? Yeah, they actually do. They uh, own it. DC is owned by um, Time Warner. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I everything that comes out, Just, like, yeah. is DC wise or, ver- or uh, Vertigo, Vertigo is or all, anything, yeah. is all Warner Brothers or a Time Warner subsidiary. Okay, I thought it was just the rights. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's they they own it right up. Um, okay. Uh, so I went in there not knowing that Zack Schneider isn't doing this for love of character because I saw Man of Steel. Mm. So. I don't, like, if I was going in there being like, this is going to be the best Batman movie ever, or the best Wonder Woman movie ever, no, man. It's called Batman versus Superman. It's a setup to a money-grabbing fucking scheme. At this point, what I really want to see out of a Batman movie, which I got, was Batman using the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. I finally got to see him in an up-to-date cave. Yeah. Um, I got to see a pretty cool relationship between him and Alfred. Yes, Christopher Nolan did that well, but yeah. this was also just like another side which I liked, like him using the gadgets more mm-hmm. and being more involved in the crime fighting. And being I liked. a fucking detective. Yeah, and I liked that about Batman. I also liked the hats off to some to a lot of the graphic novels that they had in there. Like a, a lot is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, we we could like okay, just before Devin is off screen right now, he's not on microphone. Or do you have a microphone, Devin? Yeah. I just want to pat you on the back because before uh, we had we were here for a panel. Uh, the week before this movie came out. And after you guys left, we're fucking packing things up and Devin goes to me, or I say, Danny and I uh, grab tickets to go and see this uh, on the uh, the holiday Friday there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to come? He's like, I got to work, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he goes to me, Brandon, it's going to be basically uh like Zack Snyder, Chris Terrio, David S. Goyer got in a room together and you know whoever else was involved in the creative process took every fucking popular Batman, Superman and Justice League comic tore them up and threw them on the ground and then just went there's your movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was literally that. Their, their oh, approach absolutely. to these characters is always like reading fucking chicken bones. <laughs> just <laughs> like oh, just like Put these subplots together. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Fuck it. So I'm sorry to, <laughs> yeah. to jump into your point, but I just wanted to pat you on the back, Devin, because fuck, man. Like this, uh, it was literally exactly what you said. And I was in the movie, like at times, really enjoying myself, and then something would happen, and I just put my fucking palm on my forehead, just like, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. And at this, and at this point, <laughs> I'm watching this movie, and here's the thing: um, is it a is it an overall good movie? I would say it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is it 
better than the Christopher Nolan Batmans? No. But is it better than X-Men 3? Yup. Is it better than Spider-Man 3? Yup. Is it better than Batman Forever and Batman and Robin? Yup. Is it better than Man of Steel? Yup, because it has Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, is it better than Punisher Warzone and all these other really shitty comic book movies that really sucked? Yeah. yeah. But I think it was the overall hype that made a lot of people being like, well, fuck this thing, because it was like a year and a mm-hmm. half. And all I'm saying is right now, I got the first interpretation of Wonder Woman. I'm getting like the first ever really on-screen flash coming up. I'm going in there for the first interpretation of them on film because 15 years from now, they're going to redo this whole fucking thing anyway. So there's no point in getting your panties in a bunch because we're going to see it again in 15 to 20 years anyway. So Mm -hmm. fuck it. Like, it's Zack Snyder. And as of right now, with all the fucking backlash that this movie got for having no sense of humor, no sense of humor... It had every other movie that's coming out, like Suicide Squad now has to fix itself, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other movies now are, have to fix themselves just to be have more humor in them. Um, so we'll fucking see. But if you're going into Batman Superman being like, we're going to get a literary, you know, interpretation of these characters, you're going into a movie done by Warner Brothers. It's not going to happen. And they've had such a hard time doing Superman alone, Batman, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. fucking chill out. <laughs> no, I know it's a it's a fucking. But the response has been a bit Danny? too vitriolic. Yeah. Oh, think, for sure. Yeah. That's and, I mean, all. I'm I like what, are you, what are your like, thoughts? What was it? Um, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the first one. Yeah, yeah it was I, great. I, that's a setup movie. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was, it was a great. lot of fun. Uh, so I mean, yeah, but I don't have the emotional connection to these characters that um, a lot of other people do. Because I'm a Marvel guy. Yeah, but right? all but it was the first movie. Like Brandon, and I went to see it, and people booed when the credits rolled. I've never heard that before. Literally mm-hmm. never. It was only like ten people. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, so yeah, people are pissed. Because I I literally heard a guy w- when we were in the theater go, "Well, what are they going to do now?" Because they've like they've literally uh, like let's go through this here, and there's going to be a lot that I'm missing, but just out of that I can think of off the top of my head that I can recall. I remember, like the most obvious ones. Obviously, they they amalgamate like funeral for a friend, death death of Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's elements of obviously the Dark Knight Returns in there. There's elements of uh, um, help me out here, East. There's elements of Year One in there. Yeah, there's 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 elements of of so many uh, films like uh, uh, comic series that that I you know mm-hmm. we grew up reading. Um, also, like like it it it, it has this. Um, Okay. There's a long Halloween yeah. in there as well. There was a little bit of long Halloween, but with that being said, I think with this Batman, uh, more than any other Batman, that. this this is like that should be the fucking Batman movie that we see Absolutely. is long Halloween. Like, you know, him actually being a fucking detective and dealing with like Holiday and, you know, mm-hmm. fucking crazy ass Harvey Dent and all this shit. And then you can also get a lot of his rogue gallery in. And and since DC is trying to ramp up the pace anyway. That's a great uh, film to do it with. And if you've already set the bar at like, yeah, we can do a three-hour film, then that seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, um, for me, this isn't a good film, but there's a good film in there. Oh, for sure. I'll agree with that. And actually, later on in the episode, I want to do. A, I want to propose some changes to the film. If I was a studio exec... Or an executive producer, or producer, or the director on the film, <laughs> yes. or anyone, all of which was Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, then, <laughs> then I would uh, some changes that I would make uh, to uh, to to fix some of the uh, the extra weight on the film. Because, like I like I said, there's there's some quality writing in there. So, bravo to Goyer and Terrio, respectively. Um, visually, there's some moments that are really uh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, again, like for example, like the funeral thing with like the fucking bullet that just is bouncing back and forth for so long in slow motion. You're like, God, it's the fucking end of the movie anyway. Could you just bounce it once and let's move along? Like I got to pee. Right. But, you said something about this. What's it called when they echo things in films visually? Yeah. There's a term for that. Um, rhyming. Visual rhyming. Because yeah, at the beginning of the film, yeah. we got that bounce off the sidewalk, yeah. and so of course he felt he had to do that again. Yeah. So. The, we'll get into some of the things that I'd, I'd fix on that front, but th- there's a good film in there. It's a little bloated. And like you said, when we were in the theater, Danny, they took the long way around mm. a lot of the time. Instead of just uh, some a, a plot point going straight forward, they took the long way to 
to resolution and 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 that kind of bothered me because it's weird you have this film where you're trying to mash all of this stuff in and then you're getting really self-indulgent and being like i you know let's let's do this let's uh, it's like you know you invite everyone over for thanksgiving dinner and you make a wonderful dinner but then you serve like soup beforehand or something it's like you don't need to well the main course is still sitting right there yeah it's like you would have been fine like this is all this would have filled me up (laughs) <laughs> right, like the spending screen time telling the origin story of Batman yet again. Yet again. Although I didn't mind, I didn't because they did it during in the op- like right at the opening credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like fucking. Let's just put this behind us, and they were oh, doing yeah. it more stylish. Like I like the whole gun on the necklace. Yeah, that was fucking cool. However, like is it something that I really need to see again? Right. No, but I mean, like, hey, you're doing it in the opening. You're spending two and a half minutes on this. Yeah, where. Every other superhero movie at this point, it was all just like screen and intros and the same thing over and over again with the same score. Yeah. You know? Like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Really long. What uh, do you feel about Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne? Sure. For two seconds? Sure. I mean, like... And that scene very much, like you said, looked like Watchmen. Yeah. Um, it, again, it, it could have been anybody. Yeah. I didn't. It, yeah, it just seemed like they were throwing him a bone there for. Well, I think, and you don't need to throw a guy that's that quality of an actor a bone. Just give him another well, fucking you know role. What, well, here's well, here's what they did. This is what they did. They probably hopefully they, flashbacks in they the future. Fu- that's exactly it. They signed him to fucking three movies. Did they? And oh yeah, and um, he's gonna be in like every single Bruce Wayne flashback at why he became Batman. Very similar to how he was in the Chris and Batman begins the Christopher Nolan movie and Christopher mm. Nolan's executive producing. Yeah. These, this franchise. So, so they signed these actors to long-term contracts so they can use them for, yeah, you know, the, like, Mar- the Marvel like, model, like, like Samuel or Jackson, the Disney model rather. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what they did. So it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, we're, we're going to keep this episode fairly brief because I feel as though the internet has already gone wild with, uh, tangents on this film. And I don't, I don't hate this film. I hate the telegraphing at the end, like, oh hey, basically they basically f- they, they they laid out for me like you're going to get Dark Side next film, yeah, next you know the JLA yeah. film, mm-hmm. and you know the uh, some of the things that bother me. I wanted to mention this. How stupid do you think that Zack Snyder thinks his audience is? In all seriousness, because a, a lot of the decis- the decisions that I'm going to talk about in a second are his specifically. Now, like. Age of intelligence, roughly. What do you think Zack Snyder, if you had to put a number on it, like eight years old, two years old, five years old, 20 years old, how old do you think uh, Zack Snyder thinks his audience's brain functions at? At what age did that brain stop developing in his fucking mind? Just before I get into my gripes. Uh, Overall, I think uh, Zack Snyder's brain itself hasn't developed past the age of nine. No, I disagree, and I'll tell you why in a second. But yes, I, I concur that around that eight, nine age is about where I'm at. But I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in what I'm thinking in a minute. Sorry, I, it fucking baited you to be like wrong. I'm sorry. It's okay. It'll be number seven on that. Yeah. So, uh, like, did you feel what I was feeling? Well, here, yeah. Danny? The, well, the like, blatancy, the blatancy of his visual sense is definitely probably uh, targeted to somebody of single digit age. But mm. fucking um, Lex Luthor was saying a lot of pretty complicated stuff in that movie. However, referencing Greek yes myths and it's irrelevant because no matter what age you are, if you are eight for example yeah and you are able to play fucking monopoly for example like age four who cares um then then you can comprehend the stuff in this film with no no problem and not even that they like he thinks his viewers are so stupid that either that or he doesn't trust his dialogue at all and what i'm talking about is uh at least a half dozen moments in the film where there's this beautifully written piece, like what you're talking about, uh, like the Luther stuff, which I didn't like the Luther character, and we're going to get into that in a minute. He was just nothing. He basically played the Riddler <laughs> in all seriousness. But um, So he's laying that all out, and there's a fucking picture of the exact thing that they keep cutting to, to explain what it is that he's talking about. Even more blatant before that, uh, the first time that you meet Alfred, you have fucking irons masterfully delivering this pretty quality uh, uh monologue in mm. all seriousness very well crafted linguistically interesting compelling very easy to comprehend and 
before he starts it, he taps a fucking button on the keyboard that brings up pictures on the computer screen immediately behind him of exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Like he's prepared a PowerPoint presentation mm-hmm. for his fucking uh, for Batman. Like, hey, I knew that this conversation was coming. So here's a PowerPoint to explain what I'm talking about kind of thing. Like, here's pictures of Superman doing exactly what it is that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck, man? And then so he uh, yet again, he goes uh, Batman gets the fucking super duper encrypted fucking file off of um, uh, Lex's uh military grade security computer right mm-hmm. uh computer network whatever and he's put a fucking image on every file with the logo mm-hmm. of the respective superhero because if you just click on like a wonder on a file and wonder woman shows up or you just click on a file and a fucking torso that you're it comes up with an a, a gentleman fucking working on saving this kid you know, or, um, you know, the flash zipping around on screen, but he doesn't have a costume on. So how the fuck are you going to know it's the flash? Cause he runs really fast. Right. You know, Oh, that could be anyone. Uh, it's just an Aquaman, the footage of Aquaman, just he's swimming. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, how are they going to know it's Aquaman? If it's just a guy swimming, I have to put a fucking logo. I have to put the Aquaman comic yeah. logo on yeah. each fucking folder to accentuate who this is. That's doing it. And they just, I understand that, like, for example, they're trying to set up a conclusion, a multi, a longer than a single film arc, like a long, yeah. a multi-film arc. Uh, so some of the stuff, like the Flash coming back from, what is that called? Like the Speed Force? Yeah. Is well, that what it is? Yeah. Um, where, uh, and I'm assuming that's what it that's is, and being he... like, it's Lois and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this sort of thing, I, I understand what they're doing there. It's just, one, it feels like a huge, just like, let's stuff everything in this cop film. Out. Yeah, it's a cop-out. But uh, also just, pan- like, like holding an audience's hand that clearly does not need their hand held. Maybe Cyborg, but even at that, CY is not a a logo that people are going to recognize anyway. Yeah. So there you still have to have some recognition of the character. Yeah. And I, kinda, I but I, they didn't do it with Hawkman on the flip side. They just showed fucking uh, Captain Kirk and then they showed a guy flying around the rubble at the end. So it's like, why, why couldn't, why couldn't that be it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You're gonna I, trust us on this one. Yeah. I also found the Aquaman scene was kind of funny. Like it was an extended clip of what looked like, Aquaman waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he's there just kind of swimming. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Let me get my spear. Wait a minute. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you just see, like, the camera go out. It was just mm-hmm. like, he was just an angry man waking up in the morning. Yeah. Like, what the and fuck? also, when she throws that fucking kryptonite spear oh, into the water. Oh, don't get me on the fucking spear. Did, Why the fuck did you do that? But she throws it into the water, right? Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, well, Aquaman's going to come and bring it back up to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope yeah yeah uh, she's gonna jump in and get it which it ends up being a pool so i understand like it couldn't because they made it a pool but if they just pretended it was like a the fucking whole, ocean or the something whole part was fucking kind of redundant the only reason why she throws the spear in there and then has to go she's pissed i don't yeah, know yeah because she's like she's like we don't need this fucking thing and then she throws it in there and then she realizes then, with no fucking reference would, yeah because like she's watching this thing in the sky go down and then all of a sudden she jumps back in to get it, and then she gets fucking stuck. And then the only reason why Superman has to leave the fucking battle is to strictly save, save Lois, which is just enough. Which is the one thing that I hated about you know two, three, and four of the fucking other Superman movies. It was just like fuck. Are you telling me that no matter what is going on in the world? Superman's fucking justice, all the encompassing justice that this fucking hero has, gets put on hold because she does something that isn't the fucking smartest decision to do. <laughs> when there's a guy named fucking Doomsday yeah. taking over the planet, yeah, like fuck you, man. And like, the, and that's the thing with Zack Snyder. Like, here's the thing: I think as a visual director. Yeah, he does a very good job at his, oh, at, at, encom- at encompassing the world of a comic book film. Sure. For but sure, he can't direct an entire film. I don't, like he I, should be a second unit. I, director, I think. Man. I, I, think I, he, agree I, with you. I don't even think. Yeah. Se- I wouldn't even give him second unit. I'd Why? Give him, he can make shit blow up and look good. Like I'd, so can fucking a stagehand. The point is, <laughs> fucking. I would rather. He's a great art director. Yeah, I think. You know, I think he's very well, good at have, that. We have no reference for that. Well, true. 
you know what? He's good at something, I'm sure. Mm. But I think headlining a massive franchise of films is not his forte, man. <laughs> yeah. He's not good at it. Yeah. He's really not. Superman failed. I think part of the only reason why Superman didn't fail was because they signed that $100 million contract mm-hmm. to fucking Gillette. Mm-hmm. So add that to your general global box office, and that's part of the only reason why this Dawn of Justice is going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's not about love of character. Warner Brothers needs to make money that you know, Disney is capitalizing on. Right. And I mean, it sucks because Henry Cavill is a really charismatic actor and he's being directed to be a very, very boring Superman. That's exactly it, man. I think, I think his, yeah, the one scene you have is that, that bathtub scene, which is completely irrational. The one time he has personality in the film was the bathtub scene. Yeah. Yeah. And also when he gets mad at, uh, Perry in the, in the news, like at the daily Planet. Yeah. When he gets mad. And when Perry's like, I logged into your Dropbox, this scene brought to you by Dropbox. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, and there was nothing in there. Like, and and like, here's a, here's a, here's another big problem with the whole Superman in this world. So now, sorry, Devin, to ruin this for you at the end of this movie, Superman, did he care? Yeah, not at all. Uh, Superman, (laughs) Superman is dead. Clark Mm -hmm. Kent is dead. But what they yeah, did, and that's, what, not, that's but, not a spoiler. But, but I already they, said death of Superman and but, funeral for a friend. True, but what they didn't, but what they didn't do in the comic, which they did in this movie, was they killed Clark Kent with Superman. And the whole reason why, when Superman returned in the comic, it was just like, "Hey, Kent, where you been?" Because they didn't kill off Clark Kent. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. They honored they, they, him as being Superman. Yeah, yes, they they. So now let me get this straight. So when Superman comes back, I'm like, not hey, gonna, Clark. I'm not gonna have any logical point of fucking caring about his secret identity because there is no secret identity He'll on just Superman, Superman now. which is the only comic, which is one of the biggest comic book heroes whose like, true identity has never really gotten exposed or they just didn't use it given the fact that he was found in Russia mm. or whatever else. So thank you, Zack Snyder. You have now made. You killed off Jimmy Olsen, and you fucking... Well, was that definitively Jimmy? Was it Jimmy in the credits? Yeah. It says Jimmy, and he says that was Jimmy Olsen. There was a huge Jimmy Olsen thing. Yeah, that was Jimmy. And so you're more upset about uh, him killing off Clark Kent cause, than cause, Superman. Well, yeah, yes, because, because I have Clark is the social commentary. So, right. now, so now when right. you do a Superman movie, what the fuck is your Superman movie? I don't have Clark working at the Daily Planet. Right. I have Lois Lane knowing that it's Superman. I have a, a dead Superman already fucking back. So all I'm expecting now from the next like Superman solo movie is he better be flying out in space fucking teaming up with Lobo to take on Brainiac yep. or it's gonna what the fuck are you no, doing it's gonna, what it's, will it, the movie it, be it, what yeah. are you doing no it's it, it's it, but it's not it's not we already know what it's gonna be like they they pretty much said it at the end they might as well have said I know it's Justice League and they take on Darkseed and cool but I mean at this point it's just what also is even more lopsided is I care way more shit about Batman than I do Superman. Yeah. And so now all I'm going to get is this movie sucks. Give me more Batman. Give me more Batman. And it's all bat. Your your whole basis of your franchise is Batman with what I'm hoping is going to be, you know, a sec, like a siding, like a fucking just if Batman, Batman if ba- and everything. If Batman is my stake. Then I better have a good, healthy side of Wonder Woman being like yeah, my side. She was fantastic. Because yeah, she was fucking awesome. And again, and I'm hoping, like you alluded to, and I think Nick also alluded to, in this universe, it looks like because they're going the Jason Todd route, maybe the Tim Drake route, if they're going pa- like past Jason Todd, so yeah. we very well might see a Nightwing movie. Yeah, and that would be cool. Yeah. I'd be cool with a Nightwing. I'd be cool with a Robin. But even then, it's in this world where... Clark Kent is non-existent and really didn't do anything. Mm. So there goes half of the reason why I Superman even has a duality of character, and you can kind of relate to him. Yeah, and still no cinematic Oliver Queen, and uh, the only uh, version of Martian Manhunter being uh, uh, like a just a drop-in for an episode or two on fucking uh, Supergirl, which yeah. is cool. Like he looks great in that and everything, but. Yeah, I, I really want to see. I don't care so much about Green Arrow. I was never really a huge Green Arrow fan. Not gonna lie to you, but I, I I've always been a huge John Jones fan. Like mm-hmm. I just, he's great. Um, <clears throat> in any case, to jump onto your Batman rant, let's mm-hmm. talk about Batman mm-hmm. because Batman, we, like the whole world, was 
giving me this, uh, I don't know about Affleck thing. And they wanted and, him and, to yeah. fail. And we all were very much, if you remember on the DC panels and so forth, we were all very either optimistic or neutral and supportive of Affleck. And to be honest with you, East and Danny, although I've already expressed this to you because we went and saw it together, um, the only moments of pure joy, pure joy that I got out of this film was to, to coin something that you've said in past episodes, Batman fucking shit up mm. in this film. Uh, the, the two moments that obviously stand out the most are the grenade. Yep. You know, the guy throws a grenade at him. He just throws the grenade into a room, but then throws that guy into the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then the other one is uh, he, he gets stabbed in the shoulder with the knife. Mm-hmm. And then he's just so pissed to be like, oh, and you just hear him going, oh, the whole time. But he leaves it in mm-hmm. and fights like three other guys until he finds that fucking guy and then takes the knife out, puts him up against the wall and jams it into his same arm. Yeah. And it's like, I love ornery old fucking eye for an eye batman that's like a mixture of like young year one batman and mm-hmm. old fucking dark knight yeah. returns batman i did love that the frank miller uh he's just he's fucking lost the robin and uh, people are just like oh batman didn't kill people well he did uh, like he's when, killed when, a lot when, of people the only reason that batman didn't kill more fucking people is because of the dc embargo like yeah. after that whole like the the um oh yeah this man. like the whole sensory hearings and all of these things or sensor hearing censorship hearings and all these things did they you're... just put it on everything oh yeah man he was really fucked up when he was when batman was addicted to venom did you ever read that those traits it sounds familiar. Bat- so Batman was addicted to, to Bane's them. Venom. Before, yes, yes, yes. Before yeah, Bane yeah, yeah, became yeah. Bane, this was in like '88. Yep. And fucking, so he's addicted to Venom, and he's just he's on the Bane juice. So of course, Batman's gonna do some crazy shit. And so that's why I kind of like this movie. I didn't mind the fact that he was branding people. I didn't, you know, yeah, I that was, that was I liked that it. That was cool. And I also liked the the scene on the top, which is straight from Dark Knight Returns, where he has the rifle. Yeah. And he goes, and it's like, I'm like, what are they going to do here? And then it's like, oh, it's for tracking. Cool. Mm-hmm. It was like I was watching. It's like I was watching cutscenes from Arkham Knight, the Batman game. Yeah. You know, especially on the grappling hook. I thought they, I thought they got, did Batman well, and I think Ben Affleck did a fucking great job. Yeah. I thought he did too. He, I thought he, he did is too. Batman. Yeah. Like I, I know that this may be venturing a little bit far out there because. <sighs> I know that he was only half of a movie, but he was half of a three-fucking-hour movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you right now, uh, might be, I'm, I'm almost certain, new favorite Batman. And the reason I say that, like, this guy, this motherfucker is Batman because he's a detective. Mm-hmm. He, is, uh, he has no fucking hope for humanity, and yet he still, or at least he has no belief in humanity, but he still has hope. Uh, which even in the lighter Batman comics is very much kind of a byproduct of his youth, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't fucking trust anyone except for Alfred. Uh, he throws money at problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uses his uh, uh, womanizing and so forth, all of these things that, uh, mm-hmm. as a facade... It's legitimate because we've had a conversation or two before, Danny, and so same with myself and and you, uh, Devin, uh, where I believe that uh, Batman is the American James Bond. I don't think that like Bourne or, uh, you know, uh, fucking Ethan Hunt or or any of these cats Mm -hmm. is the American James Bond. I think that the American equivalent is like, you know, origins in, in, in a book, a comic book, mind you, but like does the whole Playboy thing, the whole sexuality thing and so forth to uh, to gain information, the gadgets, the, you know, the cars. He took a – he drives a fucking Aston Martin in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's fucking American Bond. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 it's um, – we talked about this on the ride home. Yeah, it's access. He has access to these upper echelons of power. Yeah, exactly. And he uses his manners. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's oh, – you know, of the man are born to talk to these people and get what he needs, like Bond. Like Bond, exactly. Is- and also the sort of villains, like his rogue gallery is very much the the essential part of his films, very much like Bond. Again, same with his comics, mind you, and same with Bond books, where you look at a Blofeld or you look at, a, you know, in Casino Royale, like a Le Chiffre or something like that, and it's like fucking these guys are, and obviously in the book format, Le Chiffre is actually like, 
even more interesting than Mads Mikkelsen, although Mads Mikkelsen is fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just, just, uh, yeah. And the, the Batman film is tends to be as good as its he's, villain. Yeah. Usually like a Bond film. The, mm-hmm. the, but I mean, the comparisons aren't endless, but yeah, I agree yeah. with you that he's the American Bond. Absolutely. Yeah. More so than any of these other like espionage focused films. He very much, uh, plays by a similar set of rules especially in this incarnation that we're going to see and I, lo- and I love the suit suit was great Me i was too. a little skeptical don't like the car still not gonna lie to you i'm glad it got mashed to shit mm-hmm. hopefully they rebuild it a little bit uh it took less... a while to get used to that digitally lowered voice yeah which i think lapsed a couple times we talked about that yeah because it, it sounded... actually well he got hit in it at the end or the, when the mask gets mashed it's just his normal voice again oh and then he, okay. I, he switches cowls and he might get it back so i can't remember but uh, yeah, I would I wouldn't mind if they just lose it altogether. But it doesn't matter to me. Lose what? Lose the digital, uh, like the microphone on the throat thing. Oh, I th- I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, because even then, like, his he can use that like he did in uh, in the comic when he like goes really undercover instead mm-hmm. of just going as Batman or whatever and spying on somebody and putting his fingers to the window. Like, you know, there's a couple of episodes in the animated series where. Uh, I love where Batman was playing, like just like a guy playing dice in an alley, yep. getting intel. And I think what's really cool he about he plays that- Croc in one episode, and one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, the almost uh, almost got away, or almost got him, or something like that. What, I can't remember what it's called. But I know, but I know what where you're they're sitting around about. playing cards. Yeah. yeah, and everyone's telling stories about how Batman caught them. Yeah, yeah, that's a great episode. Um, but like that's where well, I they lo- almost killed him. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I like, and I think that's where like that can come in really handy. Where in like in this next Batman film. You, the first time you see Batman or Bruce Wayne, he could be incognito with that thing on his throat. Yeah, you might not you know? even know that it's uh, it's Batman. Okay. Like when he's yeah, in, yeah. when he's an old lady. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, in the Dark Knight Returns, he's like an old woman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so good. Wonder Woman's great. Anything else you want to touch on with the actual film? Because I want to take a little break. Come back and. Uh, propose a few things about the film how i think it could have you could have uh, chopped off probably a good almost hour from the thing made the same fucking movie made it a lot cleaner i want to yeah. propose it to you see if you guys uh, agree or not i think the director wants another half hour actually he said this somewhere for the, There's yeah, an R-rated the rated version. r version coming out with blood yeah but, oh great um, slow motion blood i just yeah. thought that the um how it picked up where man of steel left off and you get to see wayne's reaction to that was really cool i thought it was really cool especially yes, but when not as effective the, as it um, could be i'm gonna t- well, I'm sure it could have been better, but there was one moment where he's at street level and he wanders into the rubble and it's smoky and there's a horse. Yep. That was really surreal and I yeah. thought that was cool. The, yeah. fog of, I also, the fog of war, but a catastrophe. Yeah. It was well done. He looks up and sees Superman in the sky. I like cool. that. And I also like the horse, too, when the, uh, when the Senate or whatever blew up. Yeah. The, yeah, the state yeah, house yeah, yeah. blew up and then you see the horse is up on its hind legs. Like I was like, that's like... I was like, fucking the, right. Again, horse, the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Horse. He, um... And we should say this again, just to reiterate. Zack Snyder understands the visuals of film, but I think he's just a little bit on maybe not trustworthy enough of his dialogue because he does generally work with pretty good writers. And uh, when you're at that level, you have that uh, privilege. And I think that he should maybe be a little more trustworthy of of what of the content that he's presenting and how strong it actually is. And it, it, it kind of bothers me, as I said. I just feel like I'm being pandered to, but... Yeah, there yeah, are the fact elements that he made... like the horrors, like, um, sorry, please continue. Well, even but... the fact that he made Lex Luthor so ridiculous and kind of weak, and mm. the fact that he was a florid, very talkative man is kind of like an unconscious way of saying, you know, men are characters who speak less, mm. have more value yeah. in these films than somebody who speaks less. Yeah, he doesn't trust dialogue or mm-hmm. even like it that much, mm-hmm. it seems like. You know what I think would be sweet? Was so uh, I didn't like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor at all in this film. I thought he was essentially just the Joker. I thought um, he was the Riddler. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but what I will say, which I thought, which I kind of hope they do, is Jesse Eisenberg hasn't signed on to do another one yet. I thought he did. I thought he had one more. No, he uh, he said in an interview recently that like they're not quite sure which angle they want to take my character, and I'm assuming it's he could still do contracted to do another w- movie with Warner Brothers, mm. but I don't necessarily think he's going to do because his character got the most amount of backlash. And what they could do is, you know, they could reveal Lex Luthor later on, which I'm assuming they will, with a shaved head later on. 
But what I really want to well, see, he's, yeah, in the end of the movie, I want to see, yeah. I want to see a bald, bigger, older, little more like just Mr. smart, Clean. yeah, smart and how, yeah, but but <laughs> but smart and how he tackles down Superman and not yeah. such like a crazy more crazy person as much as he is a contained businessman, right? You know, because that's what Lex Luthor was. He was he was the guy that had to try to convince Bruce Wayne. You know why to invest in LexCorp and why we should partner up, and this is why I'm doing these things. He was the direct competitor to Bruce Wayne, so I can see them making him like you know a crazy arm wailing, you know, very social person, which is the opposite of Bruce Wayne for sure. But he doesn't contend with him mentally mm-hmm. on that level, I don't think. And I think that's a very big uh, part of what's missing with Superman. They just fucked Superman up so hard. In these two movies that I really don't give a shit. I like his dad. Kevin Costner. He's yeah. great. Kevin Costner <laughs> was great, man, for sure. Costner was great. And I also liked Russell Crowe. I didn't hate that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, like, and I didn't hate Henry Cavill as Superman. I hate with David S. Goyer and whoever the writers were in Zack Schneider and what they did to Superman. Because I think they felt too pressured in what they had to do for the legacy of this character. And in doing so, they fucking butchered him to shit. And I'm never going to see Clark Kent again. Yeah. Which we talked about in the Superman That's episode. Good, how Because I like how Henry important, Cavill, but as Superman, yeah. he's Agreed. Very, very yeah. dour and boring. Yeah, but that's not his... He's not... He doesn't write his own shit. Mm. You know? That's why I think what's really interesting is Ben Affleck being like, I wrote my own Batman movie, which I hope to direct. Mm-hmm. Put that on the table. Warner Brothers is gonna have to say, "Yup," mm-hmm. because he's the he is the he is the reason. That him that and Wonder Woman why, at zero percent. Yes, yeah. he and Wonder, Wonder Woman like are the only fucking two reasons. Yeah, Wonder Woman is fantastic, man. I can't say enough about Gal Gadot. Like, dude, that. And even five years ago, she wouldn't have got the role yeah. because of the. I mean, the sexism in Hollywood is changing a little bit. She's getting a lot of backlash on Twitter because of her cup size, you know. But I think she was fantastic. Are you serious? Oh yeah, big time. He's really. It was in the news, man. People were like, "She does not have large enough breasts." Like this was a big thing. Even but before she, she was out. in the military, I don't even understand how that. Well, she. Oh yeah, my god! Like, Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Like she's yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. Like she is like. She is pro and she does her own stunts. Like that's a that that's fucking like in my mind. There is like no other actress in Hollywood right yeah, now who that would is. You get like yeah. What are you gonna get? You know who they were originally gonna get back in the ni- late nineties when they were gonna do the whole Justice League thing, like with George Miller. With George Justice? Miller, yeah. Yeah. Do you know who they were gonna get for Wonder Woman? Who? Sandra fucking Bullock. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. It's a very nineties choice. Yeah, I can't. Yep. I can't continue this fucking bullshit conversation on about anyone not liking Wonder Woman, particularly because of fucking size of her breasts. Like, yeah. give me a fucking yeah. break. It's, like, it's you don't. You don't hear anyone like, oh, fucking Batman's cock isn't big enough or something. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can't see enough of a bulge in his, uh, you know, or his ass isn't round enough or shapely enough. Like, uh, Bruce Wayne would do way more squats. I made a number of strong arguments to support that point, okay? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> don't you start criticizing well, I my think Batman you should... cock argument. Okay. There is a scene where you get to see him working Yeah, out, which is fantastic. Ben, ben Half, like has an eight-pack. I'm like, that, that has to be digital. How do you get No, that? no, no. Like, he's ripped I in the town, too, man. And he said he worked out for two years to get in shape for that yeah, film. He's God divorced now. All he has is... <laughs> 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 like that's that's he has Just time to do that now. Crying. <laughs> okay, um, so let's take a little break. Come back, and I want to I want to pitch you guys. I want to have a little fun experiment. And we'll all do it if you want, but I'm going to go first because uh, I don't want you to steal my ideas, uh, or I want you to jump off on my ideas. I mean, we're going to play. If we were a studio exec, exec. I guess we're all one studio exec, our three brains together. Hydra. So so we'll come back in a second and we'll do this. All right. Now, as I've already mentioned uh, a couple of times, uh, we're doing this episode basically because we've succumbed to peer pressure. We are responding to all your emails and and tweets and whatnot and i just want to quickly say thank you to a couple of people who sent me just really interesting stuff uh first i want to say thanks to chris uh who sent this uh he's out in vancouver and he's a writer 
and does some film stuff. And uh, uh, he sent me just an amazing breakdown of um, just how he would like to see some character development, particularly with the Superman character, which I, I really thought was really interesting. And, and also some stuff with uh, uh, what he thought went wrong with the Lex Luthor character, which I, I super was on par with. Um, yeah. So thank you to Chris. I wanted to say thank you to Bianca, who I don't know where she's from here. Uh, but I, I totally kind of in the next segment, you're going to hear, I borrowed one of your thoughts uh, I did actually mention it to Danny after we saw the film, but uh, I I wanted to say right 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 on you know with uh, with a couple of things. First of all, how you wanted to see the montages of the uh, Zod uh, fight play out, just super fucking cool, great great insights. You should totally be making films if you're not already. Uh, just amazing ideas. And lastly. Uh, thank you to James uh, for uh, where are you from, James? I know we were talking about the Blackhawks, so I'm going to guess that you're from Chicago. Um, I wanted to say thank you because uh, I was laughing hysterically at some of the shit that you were saying about Lex Luthor again. Uh, hilarious. And uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, Batman voice didn't bother me at all. I was super worried about it, too. Um, hey to Sasha. Uh, she said, uh, "Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman was ridiculous." Uh, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm I'm so excited that people want to talk about movies in general, and it's been so much fun the last few weeks talking to all of you. So, so thank you so much. Please keep sending us emails, uh, sending us tweets, and uh, and and private messages. Even with all the spamming, I, I try and go through everything. So I'm at not Brandon Fleet. You can reach uh, everyone at Mermel at Mermel Podcast on Twitter at MRML Podcast. And you can also email us at show at moviesfrommylife.com. All right. So just a quick note about what's coming up on Mermel the week of April 18th. You're going to get four episodes of Mermel as we celebrate 80s Action Week. Now, March Madness just finished, and it's my favorite time of year for basketball, so we're doing as all great artists do and blatantly ripping off what we love about it. So it's a week of March Madness-style tournament format, uh, so you guys can play along with us. So go to moviesroommylife.com slash madness and fill out your bracket. Uh, tell us how you would vote. Tell us how you think we're going to vote. Tell us what films we've missed that should have been in there. Uh, there's going to be a ton of photos, videos, all kinds of stuff going up for this one. So send us your brackets and let's talk 80s action flicks. Okay, so we're back and I want to pitch you guys a few ideas that I had. And I hate doing this just to be clear. Uh, retrospective analysis of anything hurts me, but I've said a few times I think that there's a good film in there and that they just didn't make it in, in the editing room. They could have saved this film or at least made it a really strong comic book film. It's not going to win any Best Picture awards or anything like that, but it's there's something there and something that you can emote and uh, relate to in some of the characters. So I've got four quick points I want to roll through with you. First thing I would do to make this film you know better in my opinion i would lose all the fucking dream sequences yep they're all gone okay all four of them yep yep um and i would open the film instead of with that that uh dream sequence i'd open it with the uh, uh one clip one flash of the zod fight now the reason i want to do that is because i want to replace all of the dream sequence spots in the film like for example when uh bruce wayne wakes up in the bed next to the uh, unnamed woman and so forth i want to replace and he's having a nightmare right mm -hmm. i want to replace all of those with sections of the day playing out and now the reason that i want to do that is because you remember the character obviously that lost his legs uh yeah in in the film i can't think of the actor's name he's on uh um uh, halt and catch fire yeah uh good good actor man uh, i think he was in frank too we were saying i'm not certain on that but in any case um what i want to do with that is when he, uh, the movie should have that scene in the same spot where he climbs up on the superman statue and spray paints false god but at that point you should just be like who the fuck is this guy so they should well, scott uh, mcnarney yeah scott mcnarney yeah okay good guy yeah, so we, we we haven't seen him in the rubble. We, we haven't seen his legs. We, we haven't introduced seen him lose to him. his legs. We were introduced right. to him spray painting the statue with yeah. the false god, right? So you don't understand why he's upset, and as you so you you're seeing um, the the moments playing out in, in 
uh, Bruce's head, but and you see him from his perspective take that off of someone at some point before that, like mm-hmm. get over here and help this guy. So you see it, but you don't see the fucking guy at that mm-hmm. point. And the reason that I want to do that uh, is so, and you see more and more of this playing out. And then when it gets to the moment. So as this guy gets out of jail and gets the chair and all of these things, and you see him on TV before the courtroom, it's a reveal that it's like, and Bruce standing in the room saying, why didn't I know about this? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then them showing him all the checks and stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, because you don't need to show that multiple times. Who who fucking cares? Then you, you cut to him in his mind doing that, going through that, and you see the face reveal that he worked for Wayne Corp, uh, and that he's now, uh, um, you know, rebelling against Superman and that, you know, Lex is manipulating him as well. Mm-hmm. So you you get a little bit of an emotional stirring out of that, that there is another deeper connection between Batman and Superman, just the effects. So I, I love that idea. And also it it, 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 it grays his motives up until that point. Why is he continuing to pursue this, pursue this? So you see that he lost his family, you see all these things, but like, what what's the deal and then you see of course that it is this cat so i love that idea i i don't know if you guys agree disagree yeah um, i agree i agree. I, I, I just i just think it could be a lot more fun and you could replace all those fucking dream sequences with those the, the zod fight and not have to just play it at the beginning like hey we're sorry about all this here's an explanation of uh you know how we're retconning it Mm-hmm. In one shot. And also, you can lose that whole six months later bullshit or 18 months later bullshit because mm-hmm. you don't fucking need it if you're clearly showing the Zod fight because people know that it already happened. Yeah. Okay? Next thing I'd like to do is I'd like to change the setting uh, and the placement of the film of the Kevin Costner uh, flashback. Why the fuck is he on a mountain stacking rocks? Right. This makes no sense. That placement should be before the... Um, uh, conversation with martha where he's saying uh, like martha kent to be clear because there's two marthas and we'll get to that in a minute um i would have changed that placement to uh clark on the farm not in the superman costume visiting his mom not in the superman costume and he's leaning on a fence and he turns and there is uh kevin costner's character and this is a time where it is absolutely completely responsible as a filmmaker for uh, to show it. So as Kevin Costner's character is explaining, of course, that uh, uh, this, th- this whole area flooded and so yeah. forth, he can actually point out to it and it's putting visual context mm-hmm. that actually makes sense for the viewer saying this flooded, I blocked this off, I got my hero cake and another, you know, flooded the whole fucking, what did it, it killed a bunch of chickens? He flooded the neighbor's farm and killed yeah. their horses. Okay, know? yeah. So uh, that that's what I would do with that. And then the conversation with... Uh, Martha can you don't know these people anything or be there you know and he flies away mm. at that point and uh, that that seems more suitable to me uh, again it can go either way but it just seems so fucking arbitrary you have Kevin Costner standing on a mountain and he doesn't go any farther you don't see him go to something so it doesn't make any sense but whatever you presume he's going to spaceship fortress of solitude but whatever but even then those are all taken over right yeah that was so, just a dramatic landscape to yeah, benefit exactly the dream. yeah it just was bullshit yeah, yeah so if he had done it on the farm and it just makes more sense there as kind of a uh, omnipotent intervention mm-hmm. so to speak uh next one i already alluded to the martha thing uh lose that whole thing lose the the martha uh uh Bruce's dad, Martha, dream. Martha. Yeah, uh, just lose it because you can get to that point a lot easier. You don't have to kidnap the mom. You put, you lose the um, the African thing at the beginning where Jimmy Olsen's killed, mm-hmm. and you 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 can even use that footage or amalgamate it so that when Lois is kidnapped, like you don't even have to reshoot this fucking movie. Lois is the one that Batman saves, you know, and that that is uh, enough of a of a of a precursor to yeah yeah you know you can set a a conversation between clark and and superman anywhere Mm -hmm. so it just seems really stupid to push her off a tower and then be like oh but that's not the real thing that was just to get you here say hello and now your mom's in danger so you can do it with lois you don't have to and then just don't put her in danger six fucking times before that in the rest of the movie chop all of those but then how does the confrontation between batman and superman get stopped how does the conversation... The conversation, the fight. Like, the fight gets stopped because Superman says Martha, right? Yeah, but 
The Flash Lois, has already visited him and said it's Lois Lane. Yeah. So is he, if if Clark's, you know, if the Flash has visited Bruce and said it's Lois, Lois is the start of all of this shit. And he's like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So then if fucking Clark or Superman just says, you know, I need you to help me save Lois Lane. So he says Lois a bunch of times. He's like, what? Who the fuck is that? And then she, he says Lois Lane mm. and it kicks in. You know, the Flash, and if fucking Zack Snyder wants to do it, he can cut back to that fucking scene in Zack Snyder format. A little flashback, show the Flash again. Yeah. Lois Lane! A then, flashback featuring the Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, okay. You can do that. You don't have to... You can do all those scenes the same way, because if I lose that fucking amazing uh, building infiltration scene, I'll cry. But... Uh, you can do that with Lois. You don't need to put Martha Kent in danger and you don't need to just like, because you know that that was a Mm -hmm. moment in the comics where they were flipping through the two comics like, oh, Martha, Martha, we can do something with that. Oh, for sure. And that's fucking dumb. With me, it was four things I would change is one. I'm not a four yet. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Can I do my last one? Yeah, do do your your last last one. one. Okay. Um, What is this? Uh, Luther to (laughs) Superman family die. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So Luther alludes to the fact that he he sent Superman or sorry, he sent Batman all of those like you let your family die bullshit. Yeah. Uh in the mail. Why? Yeah, yeah, like Batman already has enough motivation to uh, to uh do that. And also, the other thing that you can do if you want to lose the whole Lois saving thing and even just make the confrontation from Batman stop at fucking doomsday showing up is to just simply do that scene with the infiltration getting to the kryptonite Mm -hmm. like batman's had enough he's going into the kryptonite you don't need to set batman off by sending him a bunch of letters like again that's the long halloween thing Mm -hmm. the only reason he may have done that is for character development from a comic book that it has completely different characters. Like, Lex Luthor in this movie is a huge heel. He's basically like Martin Shkreli or the Farmer Bro guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. closer to that than actual Lex Luthor. But yeah, yeah it but doesn't in any need case, to be in the, the movie. The letter thing, it just bloats the film. It's one more thing that's a long way around, and it bothers me because none of this stuff needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Should Congress still get blown up? I think oh, so. 100%, oh, 100%. Sure. 100%. <laughs> That no, that's great. perfect, that and that's great. one of the best yeah. Lex moments in the film when you get the fucking piss. The tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. great. Um, East. My, my four qualms. Uh, why the fuck does Batman just not live in a mansion anymore? Is that like is that what happens now in Batman movies? He's no longer in a mansion. Yeah, we didn't see much of the house. No, because yeah. it was burnt down for n- no explanation. Yeah, you know, it might have been burnt down for the reasons in the Christopher Ooh, Nolan yeah, movie. Yeah. But there's Rachel no re- Ghoul showed up. And yeah, fucking there's no reason why. Laws. Why Wayne Manor is fucking burnt down. So once again, I'm now stuck watching a fucking Batman franchise where he doesn't live in the mansion, yet he still goes down to the cave. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Which is more of just a swimming pool at this I point, guess. I guess, or a you foundation. Know? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Sure, you know? Um, that really bothers me. Um, what else fucking bothered me? Yeah, Let's just kill off Jimmy Olsen. Sure. Let's kill off a character that never gets killed off in the comics. Mm-hmm. Let's just, that whole sequence wasn't needed. Let's just the do that. The whole thing was no. not needed. And if you wanted to use some of that footage, you'd do it later in the film. Yeah. You can chop it up and put it in with the infiltration sequence and then don't have Superman fucking... Because, uh, again, it's it's redundant. Superman yeah. saves her so it, and then they, they shoot everyone. He's already being perceived that way in the media. Lex didn't have to fuel this. For sure. It's, you know, it's it's no different than lighting a cigar that's already lit. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, something like that. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just, mm-hmm. it's redundant redundancies for the sake of redundancies. Yeah. Um, so that bothered me. And uh, fucking, uh, yeah, whatever. There's, there's just a lot. <laughs> just make it a Batman movie. Yeah. Okay, just one thing. Uh, the cops go into Batman's place, and there are people in a cell, but they don't want to get out. No, they it's not Batman's stay. place. That, who, what, what, what was that? That's that is uh, Bloodhaven. Yeah. What? It's Bloodhaven. Yeah. Oh, but then why was the fucking Batman th- calling card the thing that sticks out of the brick? The batarang. Yeah. Yeah, it's because he'd been fighting guys there. Yeah. Okay. And then he he had the one guy fucking branded up and tied up, and yeah. he was in the corner. Oh yeah. Right. Oh sorry. Which yeah. is kind of out of again a scene again, out of Dark Knight Returns. Again, one more qualm which bothers me. So let me get this straight. So Batman has been Batman in this universe for twenty years, yet there's still like like a Bat brand of justice. Yet nobody they don't call him Batman. They call him like Man Bat and shit. 
You know what I mean? It still referenced the fact that Batman is still stoners. So yeah, like that's another thing that really kind of blew my mind, Zack Snyder. So so let me get this straight. He's been Batman for twenty years. You don't refer to him as Batman in the papers yet. Yeah, they do. for 20 years, you have this fucking logo. He's supposed oh, to be like a... the Bat Vigilante. Yes, they yes, don't. Yes, he's the yes. Bat Vigilante. He's the Bat Vigilante. Yeah. It's been 20 years, two Robins so far, at least, you know? Fucking how many cars, how many explosions, how many Bat symbols do you need to be fucking shooting out from the sky on top of police headquarters? Mm-hmm. And nobody knows about this. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows? Fuck you, Zack Schneider. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, thank you for uh, listening, and uh, remember this is just... <laughs> um, yeah, okay, any final thoughts, gentlemen, that hopefully don't end our show on Eat a Bag of Dicks? So sorry. No, no, I understand your passion. I just think that there is a good film there. They just didn't reconcile. I, and I will agree with you on yeah. that. I haven't seen this movie, but I think it's shit. Go see it. Go give them money for a shit movie. Keep them coming. Keep them coming out. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you, Devin. <laughs> no problem. Okay. <laughs> Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No? Yes? No? Maybe? I just don't understand why versus changed from VS to V, period. It's a legal thing. It's because of the legal proceeding, but at the same time, <laughs> Batman's not in it. <laughs> Does Gene Simmons own the, the, yeah. the VS? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I own VS and I own OJ. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. <laughs> and I own man. The word man. So anytime you use that... Yeah. If you if you split uh, Superman into two words, yeah. <laughs> that's Superman. Uh oh, Gene Royalty East. Anything? No. Uh, no bag yeah. of dicks, please. No. Okay. Uh, seriously, um, just on it. Make the five movies that you want to make, or the six movies that you want to make in like the next eight years, and then let's redo this thing in twelve, shall yeah. we? It wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't a great movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it. How I'm still going to go back and watch the Christopher Nolans, but mm. I will say that Ben Affleck is an incredible Batman, and yep. I am excited Might be my for. Fucking favorite I am excited for a solo Batman movie. Yep. I'm just not excited for a Justice League. I'm kind of excited for the Wonder Woman movie. To be yeah, I'm very you. excited. 2017, man, this is coming out. I hope they don't fucking rush this. I hope they've had it in development yeah. a long time. I'll be more excited for Justice League if Zack Schneider's name is not on it. Mm-hmm. Who would you get? Who would I get? Yeah. George would, Miller? Yeah, the original. Yeah. I'd get Georgie. Georgie? J.J. Abrams. Yeah? Yeah, why not? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Maybe Frank. Oh! <laughs> the Paul Verhoeven Batman movie? Just blood squibs like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman with three breasts. You know, <laughs> <laughs> little total recall. You want more tits? Here, yeah. You want more tits? Then here's your three. It's three appropriate size tits. There you go. <laughs> Not one big, not one small. Yeah, this is bullshit. That's that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. In any case, remember this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you, and we really do. So please reach out to us this week. Do you guys want to offer up your Twitters? I'm at Leafs Love Hurts. Right on. Devin? At uh, YR underscore homeboy. Your homeboy. Mr. East? At Ant East. And I'm at Not Brandon Fleet. And, uh, yeah, uh, if you are listening to us in podcast form, go to our, our YouTube site. And if you are having trouble for some reason finding our YouTube page, which a few people have mentioned to me, just go to our, uh, our, our, uh, website, moviesformylife.com, and you'll find it there. Uh, you'll find like 10 different places on the page that you can click <laughs> to get to YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube right now, uh, please, uh, subscribe to our podcast, rate, review, all of that stuff. You, uh, you know. Uh, we would really super appreciate it. We love talking to you guys. We love hearing your thoughts. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn Radio, pretty much anywhere that uh, podcasts can be found. We are there. Uh, and if uh, you go to find us on your podcatcher of choice and you can't find us, then uh, send us an email at show at moviesroommylife.com and we'll rectify that for you immediately also uh we just started a facebook group i think we're up to like three people or something i don't know a lot it's so weird uh facebook is a is a weird place but yeah so check us out uh like our page on facebook um because we're gonna throw up photos from all the episodes there and you can get some behind the scenes stuff that you don't get anywhere else so we're gonna use facebook for that some kind of uh, extra content stuff and uh i think that's about it so thanks for hanging out with us 
the um the most recent um I think it's the most recent album. Is that the one that has the um uh, Annihilation Affair on it? Yeah. Mm. It's just the heaviest thing. It's so it's such a fucking amazing album. The great, you know what's great is when you put on a torch tune and that's the only album that I have actually is the most recent one. But when you put when you put it on how you you can know how good your speakers are by if it can actually <laughs> like hold all the rock. Yeah, they're like drop Z. Yeah. yeah. Just a motor. And you it's hold so the good. rock. And you hold the 